Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Must be the money, everybody. Welcome to Ramble Reacts. Manchester City at top of the league once again. It's Thursday, 16th of February. I'm Marcus Bella. I'm Pete Donaldson. And I'm Andy Brassel. Well, hello, gentlemen. Good to see you. Good to. We're, we're going to react, Pete. We're reacting. <laughs> it's all I do. It's hard to um, react before a football match has taken place. I find. Yes. Although a lot of people online do seem to have a go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know when people say to you, "Show the initiative." Are you one of those people mm. who find that difficult? You're much better at reacting. You're reactive. Yeah. What well, I mean, we've tried recording fifteen different variations of the same show mm. and then just putting out the one that actually happens um it is quite <laughs> difficult it's very labor intensive uh-huh. and you know you two have got kids <laughs> indeed yeah but fortunately you're, you're listening to the episode where we are talking about arsenal one manchester city three because we've done loads of different episodes as you say yeah with different scores yeah. and whatnot so hopefully yeah. our chat will match up um but in, those in one in one in one of the episodes arteta yeah. absolutely executes pep with a sword <laughs> it's mad that was that was one of the outliers uh. i Designed. But in this episode, one player scored an overhead kick. We'll reveal it at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, everybody. I'm talking bollocks. We are talking after the game happened. Uh, as I said, it was 3-1 Manchester City. As if you didn't know, Arsenal, they've lost the top spot. 
for the first time since the third game of the season. Season's over, Pete Donaldson. It's over. It's finished. It's Handman City <laughs> it's the title over. now. That game, that game in hand against Everton, is worth nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. This is all Sean yeah, Dyche's was... fault, isn't it? <laughs> It is, it is, and and can you see them picking up three points against uh, Daishi's boys in their kind of form I, well, and in his kind of form? I I I, I, I perish the thought. A lot of people were looking at the fixtures, saying who have they got left and so on. Everyone's forgetting Andy that both of these sides need to go to Craven College. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, you're not forgetting that, obviously. But uh, well, kingmakers they're calling us. <laughs> no, but you're you're chasing your own jam, aren't you? You're you're going for Europe, no? That I, there's a lot of jam to be chased, and my goodness, we want to get all the, we, as much <laughs> jam on our hands as jam. possible. <laughs> but Andy, Arsenal um, and Manchester City, of course, that they, they are uh, both on the same points. Lest we forget, Arsenal have a game in hand. Do you know what I found funny was when Clive Tilsley and Ali McCoy on comms both did a fine job. Um, they started talking about Manchester United at the end, and I was like, "Oh, shut up." Oh, look at the oh. Tate short. No, I'm not having that. I'm not having Manchester United coming from nowhere. You know, I, it was the other week they got beat 4-0 away at Brentford, was it not? Just, imagine if Man United snatched this title. Absolutely incredible. But Man United aside, we're focusing on Arsenal and Manchester City. How, what, what did, how did you sum it up, Andy, for crying out loud? Um, I thought Arsenal were the better side first half. Um, absolutely. And... City, it was it was interesting how they kind of stuck it out when they weren't playing particularly well in mm. the first half and they really flexed their muscles like one of those big mm. evil teams in, mm-hmm. in the last 30 35 minutes. It was You've a had bit, your fun, it, yeah. It was a bit early mm. Allegri Juventus, I, I, I thought, in, in terms comparison. of sort of in terms of sort of you know, it's just grinding relentlessness, mm. but I, you know, obviously. There, there, there was so much of that game. It was a bit curious. I don't know what you you thought, Pete. There was so much of that game where you thought, "I'm waiting for real City. I'm waiting for real City yeah. to turn up." And it was mm. the same thing actually in Guardiola's post match interview, where he mm. felt like he was quite normal. And you're thinking, "Come on, give me the passive aggressive. <laughs> give me the passive aggressive." <laughs> yeah, and eventually he nice. goes, he goes, "Well, they're the real leaders because they've played a game less." And you're like, "Yes, that's it." That's yes, it. That's the stuff. I tell you what, if they if they hadn't have won that game, I think there would have been a lot of Manchester City fans all conspiracy theoried up with the uh, with the referee's performance. I mean, uh, a couple of my oh, right. friends were messaging me, Anthony Taylor's an Arsenal fan, and all this kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> I tell you what, though, I, I want to talk about the the first goal because you're right, Arsenal were were, were very good. In fact, you know what, that first half. And I don't want to sound like I'm um, some marketing executive from Sky Sports or Amazon Prime and all the rest of it. But when you get two top teams in the Premier League playing like a, a pulsating game like that, it's so quick, it's so fast. The quality is there. Like I, honestly, I was just I was just sitting there going, "This is bloody excellent." It really is. <laughs> but but then that first goal happens, and it's it's a terrible error. I know De Bruyne has got a lot to do, but Pete, I I, I was expecting Ali McCoy to just go as as he knocked it back, just to go, "Oh, jeezy peeps, man." <laughs> and he would have had every right to just knock it past the keeper and slot it home but he didn't he gave it something beautiful and I'm so really I'm so really glad to sort of see that and it was just it was just a really Uh really fun first half of football and it was it was almost sad when when Man City started to click into gears and just Mm. kind of really show their show their dominance and and their you know how, how how thick and rich their squad is. It's kind of like, in the same way they're like Erdegaard, his lips are thin and taut. Yeah. 
Harlan's a plump and juicy and packed with talent. Oh, like yeah. it's just the the benches are completely different in these uh, two football teams, and it's just you're watching like these kind of personal battles all over the pitch. You had like uh, Saliba and and Harland having a mm. right or scrap yeah, yeah, first yeah. half. It was the battle of men with um, one had two two ears in his name, the other one has three, and are. the one who has three <laughs> eventually it, it, that, eventually that, wins. That will always matter. But there was there was some there was some really poor performances across the board for uh, Arsenal, I think, and it was all individual perform- poor performances rather than anything <coughs> structural, you might suggest. And they just fell to pieces in the in the final third. They were just they were just making poor decisions left, right, and centre, and they and they just couldn't get a shot on target really. Yeah, I think that's Andy. You were saying that that when City sort of turned the screw, and Haaland spoke about that or was asked about that about their experience as Premier League champions, and you saw. Gundogan and Rodri and uh, you know Silver and so on and they were just like mm. right lads as you say they've had their moments um, mm. Arsenal didn't I say didn't make them well they didn't make the most of it because they went in level if, you know so had they been ahead maybe yeah um, and then as Pete says the thing is though there's a couple of sloppy moments for Arsenal and Arteta said it as well you can't really play like that you've got to think differently and they didn't really adapt. Whereas you think about what Manchester City did, they tried one way, then they tried the other. And Pep said, he's, he's, Pep in his that, that wonderful post-match interview said, his tax, what did he say? They were rubbish. They were terrible in the first half. He was just like, ah, yuck, didn't like it at all. And then it's, they mixed it up. It's good how he's become quite sort of self-referential now in, in that he can uh, nod to his own cliches. Mm. I think that, that, that's, that's quite nice. But really, Bernardo Silva is a player who can do everything. That doesn't mean he should do everything. <laughs> and you know uh, there, there was a, there was a big fuss in Portugal going back like probably about a year and a half now, where Bernardo Silva said that Jorge Jesus at Benfica tried to make him in, into a left back. And I remember when he was saying it at the time, and it was a big public kerfuffle. Mm. I, I wouldn't joke about that stuff in the past because look who your coach is now. You know he'll do it to you at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, yeah. and sure enough, I mean, I, I, I did feel he was. He could take tips really... off Fabian Delfo if that ever happened. Well, yeah, maybe. I, I mean, Bernardo was really hung out to dry in that first half. Quite mm, lucky mm. to stay on the pitch, maybe. I, I think he had maybe three or four book- bookable fouls in him in that first half. And he was just <laughs> uh, totally exposed against Saka, really. Mm. I, I thought, yeah, it was, it was one of those ones where you thought, oh, Pep's overthought this. And Arsenal, yeah, therefore, you know, mm. had the initiative. And, and I think for Arsenal, in a game like that against Manchester City... Everything needs to go for Arsenal for them to win the game. Not everything needs to go for Manchester City for them to win the game. You, mm. know, we, you have to remember that. We, we desperately... Look, I would suggest most neutrals would be cheering Arsenal for this title in this start race and probably would have been tonight. Man City fans yeah. might be unhappy about that. Spurs fans might be unhappy with what I just said there. I, I would suggest that's, that's the, the vibe that I'm picking up from... Uh, the airwaves and 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 the and the and the energies that I've been plugging I'm, myself no, it's into. A, it, but... It's a regime against a football team, isn't it? Really. So I mean, I think <laughs> if you were going to sort of ask the man on the street who kind of knew yeah. who was behind both football teams, you'd yeah, probably yeah. go, "Hmm, mm. one feels a bit Death Starry, <laughs> the other one yeah. feels a bit the the good guys from Star Wars." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah. But Martinelli has been shit since yeah. the World Cup. <laughs> Let's make that very clear. Peter. And I would very much like him to be laser gunned. <laughs> I feel totally but sidetracked by this Star Wars comparison. I mean, it, it does feel... Who are Newcastle that... United then? 
Uh, I, I, oh, they're very much like any first Boba order. Fett's lot, probably. I don't know. <laughs> first yes. order. <laughs> yeah. What are the ones who are in the, the cloaks with the red faces? Yeah. Darth Maul. Yeah, Darth there you Maul. go. There you go. Yeah. So we've, we've sorted that out. Oh, Andy, you were going to say something perhaps more <laughs> sensible? No, no, I, I wasn't actually. No, you were going to get involved with it. I'm just fucking sure you won't. I, I, was, <laughs> I was just trying to work out who Mikel Arteta is because he's not a wholesome he's princess Leia he's kind completely... of leader is he you know I, 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 no I, I i i very much enjoyed their uh the arteta and guardiola we're not friends anymore handshake at the end it was a very it was very brief wasn't it very very brief it was it couldn't have been oh. briefer he was the apprentice of course um but mm. uh he's mm. you know the circle is not complete and he's not the master to, to to give a bit of uh that um did you enjoy when kevin de bruyne gave Mikel arteta a little bit of a shove when Arteta, Very he, much. he couldn't. He, Arteta I mean, dragged that ball, didn't he? Lovely, he knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah. It was lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think <laughs> what I find interesting, we've talked about this before, is, and we talked about it on the one of the guide twos when we we talked about the rivalry between uh, Keane and Vieira, and it was you know Arsenal and Manchester United back in the day. You mm. see that. I mean, if that was twenty years ago in the Premier League, that would have been everyone would have been involved in. It would have been described as a mass brawl. Although a mass brawl in football terms is just a lot of pushing and you know yes. and head brushing. Yes. Um, but you saw that actually didn't didn't really do that. And then and then after the game, you know, I know he used to play there, but Zinchenko sort of chatting away. And I also found it interesting that even with that the with the VAR call that was was offside and Haaland didn't get the penalty, which was the the original decision. Haaland and um, was it Gabriel, wasn't it? Who who, who was there and Ramsdale? Mm. They were all sort of chatting away to each other I find it I don't know dare I say refreshing because you can not be complete knobheads and yet still give mm. it full throttle and be fierce competitors you say you say that Marcus oh maybe you can every, every moment like that makes yeah. me miss United versus Arsenal more and, more. <laughs> and, and I'm sure you're speaking very much on behalf of David Cartledge as well uh, yes yes I think so I he's think not so. having any of that kind of stuff uh, but what did you think of uh, uh, Jack Grealish's performance Peter off the pitch Lovely interview at the end. We thoroughly enjoyed that, mm. especially when he couldn't believe that they'd only had 36% possession or something like that. He was like, what? Yeah, I, he, I mean, watching him try and do sums in his head. Yeah. <laughs> Does that is mean that, I'm in it, trouble or what? Is that out um, of 100? Um, <laughs> he, was, he lost the ball quite late in the match and Arsenal went up the other end and if it wasn't for some ooh. slightly... You know, if they'd had slightly better decision-making in the final third, they, they could have done something with that. And he, he does, when he's dispossessed, he kind of like, he does have a bit of a trot <laughs> Yeah, mm. I know what you mean. Which it is, is interesting how... I mean, this is the difference between the two squads, of course, that Manchester City signed Grealish for, what was it, 100 million last season. And they've basically taken a year to kind of bed him in and now he's getting more minutes. He's playing in the bigger games. Mm. As he mentioned, he played at Old Trafford in the Manchester derby. Uh, as well as this one, and and that's what they can do as a football club. If if any team spent a hundred million pound on a player, all right, we're going to develop him for a season and then we'll start to put him in. You know that's the difference. Mm. Also, mm. Manchester City bring on Phil Foden towards the end of the game. You know Arsenal, as good as he is as a, as a young player, Fabio Vieira is not in Phil Foden's class. No, no, he, he may he may well. I don't want to start. I, I've not seen no. much of him, but obviously he's a highly rated player and very good. But you know this is the difference, Andy, between the two sides and the fact that Arsenal are still in the title race, they should take a lot of solace from that. Yeah, um, but Arsenal still have it in their hands. And I think they've had this little wobble. They've lost, what, eight points in the far, in, in the last three games, um, which is more than they lost in all the previous games of the season, I, I, I think, uh, from memory. So they, they can get this back. I don't have any doubt about that. I, th I think 
what was interesting about Arsenal right up until the point where Sean Dyche came back to ruin the Premier League is that... <laughs> <laughs> in a very different Arsenal, way we didn't think he'd ruin it this way of, but you think of you think of champions as being like relentless and getting it done whatever happens and people will say that about Manchester City in in this game but mm. I think Arsenal didn't steal any points in the first half of the season they deserved everything they got and mm-hmm. probably a little bit more as well mm-hmm. um, you know that they, they, they were relentlessly great mm. I still think they can get back there obviously Partey is still a huge miss when Mm-hmm. When he when he's out, I mean, I, th- I thought Jorginho did okay, but in terms of in terms of tempo and in, yeah. in terms of being able to switch it into the final third, the the, mm-hmm. f- the way that Partey can eat up ground is is, is just different. Yeah. But I think they need to give themselves a little breath, give themselves a little pat on the back, and that that was what was good about Arteta's chat actually, because honestly, I find mm-hmm. his manner generally a bit a bit obnoxious. But Do you? When, You're siding yeah. with Richard Keyes in this debate? Well, well obviously. Always. Uh-oh. Always. That, that's how you have to judge things, isn't it? Isn't that how we judge things? Uh, yeah, but, you take the opposite view of what Richard Keyes is saying. But I have, to, I have to say, on this occasion, when he spoke, I thought, to say, yeah, we're going to go again. Um, I'm proud of the players. Um, but let's keep doing what we're doing. I think that is absolutely right. I don't think this is anywhere mm. near over. And I, I think this game could quite easily, especially with the way it ended in the last third, make you think, oh, it's mm. just inevitable. City are going to close it out from there. I don't think that yeah. is the case. They are in a place where I, th- I think City still have to play well to win games. And and that is potentially an issue for the rest of the season because we're not talking about them turning it on about the, uh, against the best sides in the division. Like you said, Marcus, they can beat anyone. Anyone. Mm. That's not what it's about, winning this league. 
Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Um, there was a big decision, of course, in the first half, Peter. It was a penalty for Arsenal, and a lot of people mm. had uh, a lot of uh, opinions on this. Gary Neville, you tweeted, rarely see that given, do you? You rarely see that yeah, kind of like follow exactly, through being given, exactly. and, and, and and you should do. But it, but I, I think, um, and 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 also he he was already on a yellow, obviously for for yeah. time wasting. You never yeah. see people giving uh, yellows for time wasting um, earlier than like eighty minutes. I mean, you've got to ask the question: Why use time wasting at that <laughs> point in the match? Well, maybe it tells its own story. Well, probably to get into half time, not losing because yeah. they knew. That <laughs> Arsenal were, were so ferocious, you know, straight out yeah, of the traps and all exactly. that. But I, I thought it was a penalty, and 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 the reason for that is, as as you said, if that's a defender who does that, then yeah. I don't think anybody would complain. And also, mm. think about this: if if Inketia, you know, we we see uh, players are fouled, the referee lets the play run on for a moment or two. If there's no advantage given, then it's pulled back. And if Enketia hit that. And say if the defender kind of scuffed the clearance and it went back into the path of where Nketiah would have been had he mm. not have been fouled. And so therefore he's just got a tap in. Well, that's no longer mm. the case because he's been taken out by the goalkeeper. So that for me, that's why it's a penalty. Quite he would have had to have travelled a fair distance into the goal, I imagine, if he was going to um, yeah, finish it, because obviously it was two, yeah. uh, two attending defenders. But yeah, I, I completely agree. Right. And, and and that was the difference kind of for Arsenal as well, because like if you just sort of think if Jesus was in the middle, or like if... Mm. Yeah, but it hasn't been for so you, long though. Yeah, mm. but you just sort of feel that if he was on the end of that, if he was, in the, if he was just uh, timing his run uh-huh. uh, to avoid an offside in, I think, the second half, where yeah. he just sort of slides in, it's just like, just these... He's just not... He's a bit like, you know what like Arsenal fans used to get frustrated about, like Bentner and Oshavin? There's always these strikers who aren't like their ideal man. <laughs> it's not their say ideal players. And I was like, come on, that's a bit hard. <laughs> but talking of former Arsenal strikers who very much were... Um, top of the game and whatnot. Thierry Henry, and this is harking back to a chat we had moments earlier, he said before the game that Bakaya Saka needs to be more mean. And he said, big players are not nice. If you want to be big, you if you want to be the guy, big players are not nice. Can I just say there is more than one way of being mean? And it's just like when people used to look at Guardiola's Barcelona and say they're not physical. Well, they were physically strong in a different way, not in a flatten you off the ball kind of way in a mm. never stop running incredibly energetic sort of way I, th- I think Saka has got a little bit of mean about him mm-hmm. I mean the, 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 the fact is he's he's a terrific player and he seems yeah. a delightful young man he buys a lot of free kicks successfully and does, yeah. it's, it's just a different way of being mean he, he doesn't have to go around clobbering and snarling at people to <laughs> to bend the rules and, and, and he does bend the rules mm. I, I think and, and all power to him would you not think it's if, if you compare him to say Jack Grealish, who another very likable player who plays in a similar position? Mm. Grealish is more um, emotional, perhaps. You know, you saw that when he scored; he's absolutely delighted and punching there, come on, all this kind of stuff. We don't see that from Saka so much, I suppose. Well, I, I still think that, um, it, that there's a there's a big title race on, and 
I, you know, I don't think it's done, but it, it is a huge statement, as as Alan Shearer said, that Manchester City have, have won this game. Um, speaking of big statements, Pep made one, uh, of course, uh, very very recently, um, and he said that uh, it was among all the, the the scandal surrounding City and the investigation and the charges and all that kind of stuff that we've spoken about. And of course, he, he said, you know, well, it wasn't us who caused Steven Gerrard to slip over. Which, when he said that, I was like, oh, bloody hell, Pip. Like, you, you are really going barking He had here. that in the tank, didn't he? He had that in the chamber. Yeah, well... Rate of fire. He, 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 he did back down in the build-up to the game, saying, I apologise to Steven Gerrard for my unnecessary and stupid comments. I am ashamed of myself because he doesn't deserve it. And I love that. He goes, like, over the top with, like, everything he does. It's glorious, mm. isn't it? I'd, I'd be very surprised if he doesn't and probably uh, Manchester City's uh, legal representatives uh, who are probably you know busy enough with other things mm. but I think they should be preparing some kind of uh, legal uh, action against Amazon uh, Prime for allowing um, Roberto Martinez anywhere near Kevin De Bruyne because he was in that stadium <laughs> and you know how De Bruyne has been played for Belgium <laughs> he didn't need him to do that because yeah. that could have affected his form <laughs> in a poor way well, he's looking up and, and Martinez is there he's, he's going like, are we playing Wales again yeah. fuck <laughs> you're, you're all forgetting that goal against Brazil in the 2018 <laughs> World Cup do you not think there was more a sense of uh, this is how I can play when I feel like it Yes, exactly. I think, I think Martinez is slightly hard done by with these times. Very much so. Very much so. Do you agree with that, Andy? Yeah, I do. Genuinely. I do. I, I, no, I do. Good. Genuinely. Okay. It's not uh, a point I want to elaborate on in a ramble rela- reaction with Man City Arsenal, but I just wanted to say, do you hear that, everybody? Andy Brassel agrees with me. Agrees with me yeah. <laughs> well, he had, a, he had a beautiful Belgian chocolate uh, suit on today and Belgian chocolate um, roll neck as yeah. well. He looked very uh, beautiful. Any other Belgian stereotypes you want to roll out? <laughs> <laughs> don't really know many more to be honest French, French fries are from Belgium aren't they uh, yeah probably Fritz I don't know I think Moussons. they are I think because they were mistaken a bit like Panama hats are from Ecuador who would have, uh, who would have thought there you go um, the, pe- the people of Ecuador quite clearly um, <laughs> I, I think we should probably wrap up because uh, this has been rather fun but it's now descending into nonsense uh, Man City go to Forest on Saturday Ars- uh, Arsenal uh, go and play Aston Villa um, uh, up against Emmy Martinez, their, their former goalkeeper. Nothing could go wrong there. Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, it, so in terms of the title race, Peter, are you are you are you worried for Arsenal uh, after this, or do you think no, no, let just just keep going, lads? It, it's it, it's okay. Well, I'm just assuming Jim's listening to this, and he might need a bit of a, uh, a, I a would, pep up, so to say. I would like to uh, address the Arsenal fans who I spoke to uh, on Monday, who mm-hmm. got on Twitter. Had a, had a pop at old Petey Pops saying that, saying that uh, Man City weren't going to win quite comfortably by the end. And I, I think, I think, um, mm-hmm. I think I've probably been... I think I've probably got a few things right. but um, uh, It's I one think, in the eye for uh, the non-state-owned clubs, isn't it, Peter? <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Well, I mean, it sounds like every other, every fucker's getting in, in, that, in that particular board. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, that, that's what I mean. I, I think where I differ with Andy, like, I, I just see performances from players like Xhaka and um, you know Martinelli and stuff I just mm. it just seems to be these these big games uh, and these big situations they seem to sort of lose they're starting to lose a bit of their luster a little bit so I think they might find it quite difficult in the back in the business end of the season I think I genuinely think Man United and Man City no. might be going toe to toe in a bit so that'd be fun wouldn't it the, yeah. the other way to we'll look at it we'll be duking it out with Newcastle and Arsenal for the yeah. Champions League uh, places Andy can Harry Maguire can Harry Maguire win a Premier League with his medal 
I think he can captain Manchester United to the Premier League. Go. Look, I, I, I think the thing that... <laughs> now, I, now I want it to happen. Now I want it to happen. The thing that Arsenal have to keep in mind, finish top two and you'll probably get the title in a year anyway. Yeah. Well, is that is that is that a prediction for other stuff or is that okay? Maybe we'll leave that there. Um, <laughs> Just outside the cart with a winner's medal. <laughs> Don't realise we've done enough. Um, yeah, I, I, for me, I think I think it, you know we've been saying it the last few games, haven't we? It was all about how Arsenal respond. I think the way Man City, the way those players celebrated, the way they turned the screw in that second half. And the way their players all suddenly just thought, yeah, we we are Premier League mm. winners. Or, well, most of them, not all of them, of course, because Haaland uh, isn't mm. one. Um, yeah, I, 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 I think they've they've got the bit between their teeth. But we shall see. All we all we mm. ask for is uh, a good clean fight and um, and the investigation. We're not going to get that. Whether that will <laughs> be the you read the headlines, Marcus. We're not getting that. No oh dear. Way. Right. Should we go before we get into any legal trouble? Yeah. Again, I think I think that they're, they're too busy. We can say what we want. <laughs> All right. I think the lawyers are too busy, mate. I th- do you think they're going to go after us? In the words Rubbish. of Bill Grundy, go on, say something outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty rotter. <laughs> All right, there we are, everybody. Well, well thank you very much uh, for listening to today's Ramble Reacts on the continent. We'll be with you um, this afternoon, of course. Andy, what's on the agenda for yourself, Dotton, and uh, Jonathan Johnson? Oh, well, obviously with uh, JJ joining us, we'll be talking about how it's uh, all springtime in Paris at the moment after uh-huh. the loss to Bayern. We'll be dissecting a bit of Dortmund as well after they polished off Chelsea and looking at Karen Benzema's future. Lovely old job. Lovely old job. There we are, everybody. Right, well, again, thank you very much for listening to today's Ramble Reacts. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, PTD. Ta-ta. Thank you, Andy B. Leas. Thank you, everybody. See you soon. The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.